when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to our brand new podcast, Made by Mamas. I'm Zoe Hardman. And I'm Georgia Dayton. And we are back, uh, still talking, still discussing, and still covering all of the subjects related to motherhood. We're really excited to be here again, and we cannot wait for you to hear all of the chats taking place in this series. For those of you that don't know us... We met um, a few years ago when we were pregnant, and now three kids later, and with one, a bun in the oven. It's cooking, it's cooking <laughs> it in is. there. Um, we've got more interesting subjects, topics that we're discussing, and all of the stuff that maybe perhaps you, you might be scared to talk yeah, about. Yeah, you might be scared to talk yeah. about. Well, we're here. We're we're lifting off the lid. <laughs> We've got some great guests this series. So, yeah, sit back and let's get on with it. So, this week we are talking about relationships um between you and your partner. Um, and how to keep that magic alive when you've got kids. Yeah, it can be a shock to the system. Um, you go from only having each other really to care about to then having this third person. And, you know, you can both feel a little bit left out. I mean, I think dads especially do feel a bit left out sometimes. I also think you neglect your own relationship, which is because you, ha- because you have to. You're, yeah. you're, you're so consumed by this tiny new arrival that you've got to look after and give it all of your energy that suddenly you start becoming a stranger with your husband or, or wife. And I, I think that's... That's, that's that's the thing. You suddenly realise the weeks go by and you haven't had any one-on-one time yeah, and it starts exactly. to chip away and it becomes really, really challenging. It is so important to make time, even if it's like a day at home or just doing something together. Like, I mean, even going to the gym together, I know it sounds really boring, but putting your kid in the crush for an hour and going and working out together and doing something you just like, like doing together, it doesn't have to be fancy. It's just about reconnecting and remembering who the both of you are. <laughs> yeah, date night is so important. Yeah. However that looks to you, whether it's a cinema night or a date at home or, you know, you get to actually go, God forbid, you've got to spend a night away from your kids <laughs> in a nice hotel. Yes. It's just about taking that time for the other person. And and, and I think also... Um, remembering that yes you've had a child and yes it's the most important thing in your life but there is also another person that's the most important thing in your life do not forget that exactly and I always have to remember kids are going to grow up and they're going to leave home and you don't want to be left with somebody that the only thing that you bonded over was Mm. your children Mm. like because I think that does happen quite a lot you know Mm. once kids leave home mum and dad are left like oh (laughs) what do we do now what do we talk about so if you keep it going it's just I mean it's just good for everybody isn't it and good for your kids to teach them about relationships and how good relationships work and seeing you know them seeing you kiss in front of them and doing all of that because you know that's another thing you go through pregnancy your body changes so much then you have to give birth then you're left with the aftermath and the last thing you feel like doing is having sex with your partner yeah exactly I think when you get your check from your doctors I think it's really important to reconnect physically with that person I think it is something that um, it's pretty hard I've gone through it this time with Kit I have been left with you know the boobs after breastfeeding him they they are empty and they're like I pull them out and it's like skin coming out and I'm really uncomfortable with them and I never thought that me as the person that I am would go through any body confidence issues I really have yeah Uh, you know and it's taken me a lot to be like look this is the body that I've been left with I've got to love it I've got to embrace it and he loves me so I should just get over it and now I'm having great sex again (laughs) of course I am (laughs) Um, so today we're talking to um somebody that is she's got a big social media following she is an amazing mum um she's married to a, a pop star i don't want to give is. away too much but she's so <laughs> candid and she talks really brilliantly about her relationship with her husband so let's get into it hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So today, Georgia and I have managed to... Um, grab one of the most beautiful women oh. in the flesh that we have either of us have ever seen True. she was crowned miss england a few years ago um she is married she's one half of uh one of the boys from mcfly yeah and she's also one of the most incredible mums to little cooper we have got georgia jones with us oh, today yeah. she was- also has a very good name oh yeah i do i do yes. so do you <laughs> welcome oh thank you that was such a nice introduction. I feel like I'm not going to be able to fit out of the um, studio door now. <laughs> I'm known for my intro. <laughs> <laughs> Miss England. Oh, God, do it. It was oh. a long time ago now. What was that like? And probably one of the most amazing experiences of my life. Like, <laughs> I, I loved it. Have Absolutely. you done beauty pageants before? Um, I'd done, yeah, well, to, to be Miss England, you had to do, like, littler beauty pageants so I'd done a couple prior never done never like done anything like that never done any modeling or anything my mum entered me she went oh I think you'd be quite good at this and I was like oh mum no absolutely not anyway I ended up getting into the final 12 just through like pictures and then it was like yes yeah, so you're going to have to go and be on the stage and wear a dress and, and <laughs> oh my talk, to the, talk to the crowd you know talk to the crowd and yeah. answer questions and I was like Oh, what on earth have I signed myself up for? Anyway, <laughs> I then won it. So I won the title of Miss York and then um, went to the Miss England final and, um, yeah. So what did you have to do to become Miss England? Yes, I um, thanks for asking like, that. So, yeah, so, so <laughs> many things. So it was, we were, it was a, I think, the Miss England, because then obviously went to Miss World. Miss England was a week, I think, of um, all of us girls being together. There was 92 of us. Um, all from different areas in the, you know, in England, um, and we had to do so many different things. So there, there was um, a section on what we wanted to do charity-wise. So anything that we were passionate about, and who we wanted to raise money for, why we wanted to do it, how we would do it. Um, there was a bikini round, but to be honest, I didn't really mind that. But if you've got it, get it out. Do you know, exactly. well, do you know I think whatever you've got, get yeah. it out. I, I'm quite um, liberal like that. Um, and I'd not, I'm not a nudist or anything, but you know, I'd, you know, I don't... <laughs> she is actually naked <laughs> yeah, today. Yeah, she, she is. She is naked today. We did have to tell her to put a dress <laughs> yeah, before she got, came in. <laughs> got a bit awkward. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I'm... I'm I'm happy doing things like that. Were you were you kind of going through the whole process just going, I can't believe this is... Because yeah. obviously if it wasn't your life beforehand and then you were just thrown into this kind of real... Because beauty pageants can be quite hardcore. I've seen the programmes. Yeah, do you know, it's funny. It's it's nothing like that because I hadn't watched anything like Miss Congeniality or anything like that before I did it. Um, and everyone's, everyone kept going to me, oh, is it like that? And I was like, I don't actually know because I don't know what, what happens on those <laughs> programmes. But um, it was, do you know, it was just full of really nice girls that wanted to do nice things it wasn't full of like I mean there might have been the odd one or two that literally just was there to smile and yeah that, that's yeah. about it yeah, yeah. but World you know peace. yeah yeah but there was a there was a lot of a lot of girls oh god yeah one one girl went so what would you like to um achieve as miss england and she went you know well peace and that <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh no 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 that's oh, that's not god. okay <laughs> yeah yeah there was some lovely girls okay so it was a good experience yeah yeah and then miss world was a completely different ball game that was I definitely didn't want to win that one okay yeah it was extreme and very much you weren't kind of allowed to do what you 
would want to do as a person. Right. Um, I loved it. Like, I loved the experience because we got, well, you, it was a month in China. Wow. Um, yeah. Oh like, gosh. on your own. Like, you were on your own. How old were you? I was, I was 20, I think, at that point. So 20, like, flew all the way to China, like, with, with Miss Wales, who I'd met at the airport, um, who, <laughs> who I didn't realise until a few days later, and she said to me, oh, I'm really sorry if I was a bit weird, but I'd taken too much, um, too many sleeping tablets, and, like, they'd had a funny effect. and Because I thought, God, she's a bit of a weirdo, this girl. <laughs> what, Miss Wales? Miss Wales. <laughs> but actually, she was such a lovely girl and ended up becoming a real, like, probably one of my best friends out there. Yeah. But um, I thought she was weird at the beginning, because she'd, taken so many sleeping tablets. <laughs> couple of Xanaxes. Was yeah. she a bit dozy? She, yeah, <laughs> she was. And she just wasn't really giving me much conversation back. Yeah. So so you've you've won Miss England, you know, and you've got that whole thing under your belt and then you go to a gig. No, you go to an event, yes. right? And it was on a Miss England stage, event. was it, mm. is... Danny from McFly. He wasn't on stage. I was on stage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he was in the crowd hoping to bag himself a, a miss. That's what he was. Oh, wanted. so he was using it as like a dating yeah, event. Yeah, oh, exactly. That's a really clever. good idea. Very yeah. clever. Yeah, what a lad. <laughs> what a lad. Um, but he was heckling. Okay. Um, what did and, he say to you? Oh, he, oh, he was just making a load of noise. I don't even know it. I, you know, I was so annoyed by him. I wasn't actually listening to him. I was just so annoyed that there was somebody sat over there behind me making noise when I was trying to be professional. Yeah. Um, so I didn't like him when I first met him because I was like, how dare you? <laughs> so did somebody introduce you at the Some, party? Yeah, someone introduced us um, and I was just kind of like, hi. And he was like, hi. <laughs> and then that was it. Um, and then later on in the night, I was sat near him um, and we just got chatting and heard each other's accents because he's obviously um, a Lancashire boy, so we're both northern. And um, we were like, oh, you're northern. Oh, you're northern. Oh, I don't really like clubs. I like pubs. And then we just went from there, and he was like, oh, do you want to come to a pub with me tomorrow? Um, turns out I had the most horrendous hangover and didn't go, and then put him off for a year. <gasps> for a a whole year? year? Yeah. Wow. He kept asking as well. Mm, but but did like, you do that on purpose? No, I just... Uh, when I very first met him, I was. it was the end of a very... Um, uh, not a bad relationship, just a... Um, relationship that should have ended probably two years prior because he was my my best mate not my yeah not your lover no absolutely not no um and then that ended and I just wanted to go and enjoy myself I went traveling uh I just wanted to just have a bit of time on my own yeah you were like I don't want a pop star boyfriend right now thanks yeah see you in a year (laughs) I also thought to myself the last thing I need is a pop star that's probably not going to treat me very well probably got a string of girls um I'm not really interested in that thank you and then he persisted for this year so then at the end of the year I was a bit like well I mean he's put the effort in I might maybe give you a chance and it's quite handsome yeah I do I do fancy you so go it was my mum actually she was like come on what have you got to lose I was like, well, yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> Dignity, self-respect. Mm, everything. <laughs> yeah, my heart. Yeah, yeah. But it's worked out. Yeah, yeah, I know. It couldn't have worked out anymore, really, could it? We want to chat to you today about um, your relationship mm. and how important it is to kind of keep that flame alive. Because, you know, Georgia and I watch you, you guys on Instagram and we always say to each other... Don't they look like the best couple? You know, <laughs> yeah, proper team. Real team. Yeah, yeah. We are a team. Like we we I mean, don't get me wrong, our relationship is not perfect and we do bicker and there are times when he gets right on my nerves and I'm sure vice versa when he can't seem to put a tea bag in a bin or like a spoon in the dishwasher, it just goes in the sink. Um, which is right next to the dishwasher. <laughs> I, I won't start that because... Did he do that hours. this morning? Oh, he does it every morning, no matter how many times I tell him. But um, one of the things that when, when we first got together, um, we were really, really kind of on the same page with was that if there was anything wrong, anything bothering either one of us, we had to talk and you we had mm. to say what it was because his mum and dad's marriage broke down for that reason. Um, and I think he was very aware of that. He was quite anti-marriage when I first met him because of his experience yeah. of marriage, whereas I was really pro-marriage because my mum my and dad are still together and happy and, you know. 
Um, so communication is a big thing between so the two of you. So huge, yeah, mm. so huge. Um, even if you know it's probably going to cause a little bit of a row, and it's funny because you kind of com- you know how each other's going to deal with what you say. Because I know with Danny, if I say something to him that I'm not very happy about, he'll always fi- he'll always fight at first. Like he has like a no, I, I don't think you're right. And then if he goes away for like a day, and I go away, and you know I'm off doing my own thing. And I'll I'll know that he's had to think about it. Me, it's funny. Me and his sister talk about it because he's similar with everyone in his family. He just needs to let it absorb into his into his brain, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, maybe." I, I feel like it's quite a male trait. <laughs> yeah, that. I think men are quite, you know, they find it hard to admit when they're wrong. Oh like, yeah, straight off. I mean, yeah, James is your husband's very oh my much God. like that. He does not apologize. No, like never. He thinks he does, so he'll listen to this and be like, "Yes, I do." But I that is apologize. exactly where we are. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's funny, isn't it? They just don't like that sorry word. No. I think women say it much more freely. Yeah. I completely agree with you. In fact, <laughs> that you'll laugh about this. My husband will kill me for telling you this. But, um, <laughs> we had just... This starts off being a boring story because we've just got our carpets cleaned. Okay, right? We're That's like, not boring. Spent, oh, I loved it. I was yeah. like, it feels like we've got a new house. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. he goes out on Sunday for an, an all-day bender with his boys, comes back in, I hand the babies over to him and I'm like, I've got to go and do my heart show. You've already made me late. Goodbye. And then when I came back in at two o'clock in the morning, I opened our bedroom door and I was like, what's that smell? And I was like, I couldn't identify it, but I was like, it's really strong. It smells bit like sick got into bed and in the morning when I turned the light on oh, no it wasn't him oh yeah <gasps> sick on the new well not the new carpet yeah the new, freshly cleaned yeah 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 oh, no. he'd already left for a meeting so when I when I texted him going sick question mark he was like oh so sorry I oh. thought I'd cleaned it all up I tried to get to the living time it's like yeah not okay on our yeah. new carpets but that's the first time he said sorry for about six months oh <laughs> that, that's a, that is bad yeah there's one. no getting away from that no, <laughs> no. That, that is a big one do you know what my husband actually pooed on his oh my god stop it on his mum and dad's floor (laughs) and he I don't actually think he apologised for that I think he still denies it he was so drunk oh my god we were there after a wedding stop it and so like in all of the bedrooms were like family members yeah and he was going help me help me (laughs) and he was squatting on the floor in the hallway (gasps) and at this we wasn't married at this time so I thought do you know what you still married him this isn't my responsibility (laughs) So I just knocked on his parents' door and I was like, I think this is your responsibility. <laughs> you, you cleared this up before. I think you can do yes, this. Yes, well. not for me. So, you know. I know him oh, so well. God. I'm never going to be able to sit with That's him ever amazing. again. Yep. That is brilliant. Okay. Isn't it? Well, there you go. We've, we've, we've shared our stories of our husbands with I love you. It. I love it. Danny. So that's who we were before. Kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you married kids as well. Yeah, so did I. So do you guys go out on date nights together? Yeah, we try to. I mean, do you know, it's difficult to go out on like date nights as much as we want to because we haven't got family here. Um, but um, I've talked to you about this before, haven't I, Zoe, that we use an app called Bubble, which is where you can... Um, get a babysitter um, you know that you've you've looked at you've read about them you've got you can check whether they've got like DBS checks first aid training newborn um, experience whatnot. Um, and then you book them on uh, and you can book them and uh, what I do sometimes because I'm so busy with work it's really flipping hard to try and send an email while you, your child's sat there, especially you now especially now he moves like <laughs> you can't yeah. just sit him there and he doesn't do anything um, it's great just to have them there for like an hour or two hours so yeah. you can just sit and send emails um, so we found a, a one one lady that you know we developed a real good relationship the lovely Lauren with Lauren yeah and um, so we use her a lot now and she can come and look after Cooper while me and Danny go out and spend some time together mm. even if it's just going like for breakfast together mm. so yeah. we can sit and talk because we used to go for breakfast all like all the time that was kind of like a nice like a brunchy thing like yeah. we used to love doing that read the papers yeah, like, brunch and then morning sex oh do you know it's so funny <laughs> <laughs> trust I, Zoe I just miss it okay I miss it, I miss <laughs> he, it. He, no Danny's 
turned into a morning sex person because before he <laughs> was well, since kids yeah, since kids before he wouldn't have ever woken up to have sex in the morning because he is so not a morning person now he hasn't got a choice so he he's like mr ready to go in the <laughs> morning like that. yes i know because that's the best time for me i'm like brilliant then i can get on with my day and i'm knackered at night and i can't be bothered to exactly. do it exactly so, <laughs> like just yeah just like, let's do it in the morning brilliant right make the most of this because when you have baby number two um, your baby will be a toddler and they will not be asleep you will not be able to have morning no, sex what we have to do now is is put Luna on the bed watching Moana leave the bedroom the bathroom door slightly ajar <laughs> and have a quickie in the bathroom maybe <laughs> in the shower or just bent over the oh my god the this is too much Georgia information my Georgia hates these conversations yeah, I, don't, I don't talk I, don't, I do not speak about but sex you've got to keep your relationship alive yeah, but I'm not saying I'm not doing it I just don't talk about I it I want to know if you're still having sex okay <laughs> see I'm just like I'm intriguing I'm yeah. keeping it a secret yeah you know? yeah exactly no I love a good sex chat oh like, yes I, yeah well it, I mean me and my friends so we all had babies at the same time not planned but like it just happened and honestly we've never talked so much about so have you had have you had sex yet have you done it yet since we had our babies um and it was so funny like waiting to see who who it took the longest to want to have sex and like actually when we were pregnant Whose husband wanted to have sex? Yeah, that's and the whose thing, husbands isn't it? didn't want to have sex. Mm. What about Danny, Danny would not come near me. Not come near me. I wanted it. Unusual because usually it's more Danny wanting it than me because mm. I'm just seem to be exhausted permanently. <laughs> um, but yeah, and he just he just was scared of hurting the baby. Not that you could um, hurt it. Do you think they that they think that they can touch the baby's yeah. head with their, their, their giant yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. I think that's what they think. Yeah. they've got this giant willy comp the thing that they, yeah. they think they're gonna damage the baby's skull with their penis but it's not <laughs> going to happen <laughs> so Danny you and, you and Danny did not have sex throughout your pregnancy no so we did so I've worked it out we mustn't have had sex for about a year wow because obviously after you've had your baby it's a little while before you have sex because you know things are healing aren't they yeah and um and yeah so like probably like mm, I'd say two months into having Get a bit getting pregnant. We didn't have sex. That's like seven months, mm. and then like that, you know. Yeah, what did a few that do months to your relationship? Do you know, not too much because we're st- like we're a very touchy feely couple. Um, he was all right. He got what he needed. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was just like, hello. <laughs> and the thing for me, yeah. What about me? Um, but yeah, so you know, you still do things, don't you? And yeah. and we're st- we we're, we're very cuddly kissy couple not like in public not like all over each other but um yeah so we still had that intimacy Mm. um and for us i don't think it it we like i do think i do think sometimes you might be not getting on very well with your other half and i know we just need to have sex i completely agree with you even if i don't really want to have sex that day i'm like i just need to have sex with you so i'm like oh yeah oh i fancy you yeah then you remember why yeah then yeah 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 i love that from you georgia (laughs) (laughs) see she can (laughs) talk a little bit yeah but i'm not really talking about it i'm talking about the emotion around it yeah different i think it's sometimes really important to actually just be physical Mm. you know it doesn't have to be you know a marathon session it can be three or four minutes the best three or four minutes of your life yeah but it can be but it can be just that skin on skin which actually goes i mean you know you need that sometimes to feel that connection i think so yeah i prefer i prefer it when it's not a marathon me too oh yeah there's so much to do i mean if it it was going on for an hour i'd be like nah i'm not interested i've lost lost attention (laughs) exactly this was my precious nap time yeah 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 now quickly come on that's why it's bad in the evening because you look at the clock and you think right it's 10 o'clock if we have sex for half an hour i'm losing half an hour of sleep and I'm still going to have to be up at six tomorrow okay yeah I haven't got time no (laughs) then you (laughs) resent them I haven't had sex for half an hour since like oh no but like the whole thing you know 2005 wonder exactly <laughs> bam bam thank you ma'am um, so so date nights so uh, yeah so you still make sure that you do that yes yeah, we and do that's kind of really important to you guys yeah yeah massively so just just to have that time to talk because it's funny as well like sometimes me and Danny sit down and we're like so what have we got to talk about then because we we seem to only be able to talk about children now and before we had so much conversation and you've got to just have a few of those date nights to remember like what you actually talked about before and like things going on in your life and you know 
friends and work and you know views views on the world yeah, yeah. what's yeah. going on in the news <laughs> not that Danny watches the news <laughs> gives, pop news yeah pop news <laughs> it gets him down the news yeah <laughs> like, too, too much bad news no he's a bit blinkered somebody just asked me um what what we do what my husband and I do for date nights and I sort of started off by saying do you know what we, we don't get out that much like we, we just don't we yeah. we don't have very much childcare because our parents are not around yeah. in, you know locally and you know it's just not an option for us so we try yeah. and do something at home whether it's like a Friday night we'll get a takeaway and we'll yeah. get a bottle of red wine and yeah. even if we're sitting in our bedroom in our comfies we'll yeah. turn the TV off sounds a bit chintzy but maybe like some candles oh, no. a bit of Kenny G oh, and, just, candle, ha- and just have a chat yeah. like actually have a I think that's the nicest yeah. thing to do sometimes sometimes because yeah. they're the little things that you don't get anymore no. you know yeah. like lazy Sundays where yeah. you just sit on the sofa and watch oh. TV and eat and drink and whatever and you don't get that no. after you've had a baby do you so mm. if you can grab those little moments mm, it exactly. does make a huge difference yeah well Danny Danny often um, cooks for me actually at home that's just made me think because um, I take that for granted because we do it every day but when Cooper's gone to bed I'll sit down and like maybe respond to a few emails and Danny will co- always cook because he loves cooking That's so lovely cook dinner and then we'll just sit and eat a meal together mm. and not have to inhale it because we know Cooper's in bed yeah I've never I've never eaten so fast since having a child yeah or you just don't get the chance or to you eat. don't get the chance to eat yeah mm. it's just not non-stop but yeah but we really enjoy doing that and we like to watch um, like a series where I'm making a murder at the moment and it's just brilliant brilliant <laughs> does Cooper sleep in the same room as you no no um, um, and you know, when we have another baby, like if we have another baby, um, they won't sleep in our room for very long. I don't think. Yeah, mm. I'm the same. Yeah, that. yeah, because I had Axel in um, our room until about five months, mm. five and a half months. Did you? Yeah. When I think back about it, yeah, because I, I was looking at photos the other day, and it was definitely like January. Yeah, I had Cooper and he was for six. Four, yeah, because they say you meant to do six, yeah. don't they? Yeah. Six months. I thought and he would have been. No, I know. I thought so as well. Mm. But no, I, I didn't. But I think the main reason was we didn't actually have a cot for him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and we hadn't like finished the nursery. So yeah. the day I think we got a cot, he was straight in there. Yeah. And I thought, why have we not done this before? Oh my gosh, it makes yeah. such a difference. It does. Because even just like creeping into yeah. bed when they're asleep. Oh, I like, know. How nice is it to walk into your room and not have to like think about being silent yeah and like having the TV on or having loud laughing conversations you just can't do any of that can you no and I found myself resenting Danny for even turning over in bed I was like don't move (laughs) or coughing that that was my pet hate like seriously what are you like what are you doing yeah Yeah. I remember the day that Dozza moved Luna into her own room and she was 11 weeks old and she was snuffling around you know just making lovely baby noises and he was just like I could hear him like like next moving the and he just went right that's it and I was like what are you doing and he was like I'm moving her into her own room it's time and I was like no and he was like yes it's for your own good you're not asleep I'm not asleep it's two o'clock in the morning let's do this and then we slept all of us slept through till like seven that was the first time we'd had five hours unbroken and I was and he was like Thank you. That's a, oh, I bet, yeah. I bet he loved that, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. <laughs> Brownie points yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think um, I think it is quite. You know, obviously at the beginning, you know, especially if you're breastfeeding, you kind of need them very close to you. But there is something to be. You know, they have to they have to be independent as well. Yeah, it's good for them because mm. they're not disturbed. No, but also I don't know if you felt like this, but when seven o'clock comes, you then feel like you've got a whole twelve hours yes. off. Yeah, mm. that's yeah. that's how I used to feel. Like putting him into his room. Obviously, I had the monitor back then. I knew he was all right, yeah. but we, it meant we had a proper evening. It mm. wasn't like, oh gosh, and then we're going to have to creep into the room at like yeah. half past ten and we're going to have to sneak into bed. It was mm. like, oh, we can just walk into the bedroom, we can just get ready, yeah. you know, whatever we need to do. Yeah, you don't need to plan where your pyjamas are or yeah. whatever. <laughs> like, where is everything? And I used to like go in before and make sure like I turned the bed down so that when we got in we didn't make much make noise, noise. <laughs> ruffling the bed sheets and I mean it's ridiculous the things you did when they were in your room and yeah I think Cooper slept so much better when yeah. he went into his own bedroom what, what sort of a mum are you? Mm, I, well I mean I like to think I'm fairly chilled I'm not very organised well I mean I'm organised in certain senses like I'm you know I'm good at getting his bag together and stuff but in terms of like organising food for him to, to for me to cook for him and stuff I'm a little bit crap at that actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah and I think I'm fairly chilled like I, you know I try and like let him do his own thing and 
well, you know, within means, like I will say no to him, but, I, you know, I'll pass him around to people because when, when he was first born, I really didn't want him to be a, a clingy baby I, because I knew I was going to be starting work, you know, quite soon. I didn't want him to need me too much. I still wanted him to need me, obviously. Of course. But I didn't want him to, like, cry every time I left the room. or And I don't know whether maybe there's phases they go through where they might, he might do that. Um, but, yeah, I made sure I just passed him around to people and he got really familiar with just being with other people that yep. wasn't me or Danny. Um, so, I, yeah, I feel like I'm kind of, like, quite, yeah, quite laid back with him. Um because mm. Coops is your first baby. So yeah. did you did you go through any of the blues? Oh yeah. I mean when Talk I went us through that. So when I first when I first had Cooper, so we had him and it was all very quick and it was a bit like, Oh god, I've got a baby, he's arrived. Um he was planned, but he just arrived in a bit of a flurry and I think as prepared as I was. Well, because the birth was quick. Yeah. But they I say was, that sometimes quick births are as traumatic as long yeah, births. I had a really quick birth did as well. You? Yeah. And I was just a bit I think I was a bit in shock afterwards because I was just expecting like twenty four four hour later yeah. <laughs> and then and it was four four hours oh my gosh mine was six and yeah. I thought that was short like yeah and, and I just don't think I was quite I don't know he just came and I was like oh my god and, and then it's done yeah <laughs> and then and then I was fi- like I was fine but I didn't have that initial like oh my god I am so in love with you you are the most amazing thing and I can't imagine my world ever without you I, I didn't have that initial feeling mm. I felt love for him and I felt and I was in uh, you know I love this tiny little person but I didn't like I didn't know him and I and I was just like I'd, I mean you were in my womb but I'd, I've never met you before and I ha- and I had to get to know him and it was only until kind of like maybe a month down the line that I had I felt that that unbelievable like almost like painful love like oh my god I couldn't imagine anything ever happening to you like my life would end um but yeah yeah that grew for me that that was the thing that came over time and I did beat myself up a little bit about it because nobody ever kind of really mentions that and and you're just a bit like oh so it's just me why do I feel like this am I okay mm. like have I got postnatal depression like mm. what's going on and then obviously when you and you feel like that and then your hormones kick in and so, oh god <sighs> you know when, time, isn't yeah it? <clears throat> when your milk comes in and it's just like what on earth has happened to my body and um, yeah and we I think me and Danny literally had a bicker over a nappy that was all it was like I put my hand over him and and he was like, I, move out of the way, I'm trying to get that nappy or something. And I thought uh, we were getting a divorce. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> the rows in the beginning yeah. are bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah. what? And I just, I remember sitting there, feeding Cooper and crying. Sobbing. And sobbing, like mm. sobbing, thinking, this is it, my life's over. Like, what have I done? I've made a mistake. I, thought, I honestly thought I'd made a really big mistake. But then, the next day... I, f- I didn't feel like that. Mm. It, it just, it was like, um, yeah, it's like, when, is that when you're on your The periods? waves, you yeah. Can, you can't I rationalise it. no one tells you about it because, no. firstly, I think you forget. Yeah. Like, I th- after, you know, three, three, four, five, six months down the line, you've kind of forgotten about that newborn blur yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. But also, like, if I've got a friend who's pregnant, I don't want to be like just to let you know yeah. it's going to be really bad at the beginning but I don't agree with that I'm I, there for them when it happens but they need to be prepared I, I feel you need to be yeah. prepared because nobody told me about that rush of hormones no. I mean yeah. my mum somebody should have said to me yeah. you are going to feel real lows and yeah. massive highs yeah. and I wasn't prepared for those lows and they came like a truck did they like, oh god yeah I was like locking myself in the bathroom and howling, howling. For, I yeah. mean hours and hours and I was really Really bad, mm. but I didn't know what was happening to me. I remember thinking, I've got postnatal depression. I've well, got postnatal because so many people tell you about postnatal depression, like in yeah. the health. Yeah, service. yeah, lots of people speak about yeah. that. Yeah, and you kind of almost worry about that, don't mm. you? Because you, no, no one says. They all talk about how you might have get postnatal depression, but they don't really talk about how you might feel really down. Yes, and that's not postnatal yes. depression. Um, I spoke to Anna, Anna Williamson actually, and she explained because obviously she had postnatal depression. She explained the difference between 
postnatal depression and just feeling down of of that um if you've got postnatal depression every day gets worse mm. and you can't get out of it mm. like you can't see any light anywhere whereas when you're just down some days are better than other days and you, yeah. you go up and you go down and you know but you have days where it's good and that's just feeling a bit that's feeling fed up and feeling yep. hormonal and feeling a bit you know down and a bit shit like, shell shocked yeah. and how was Danny when you were going through that um he was really good, I think, because he kind of knew it was norm. He knew, like, that my hormones were going mad. Um, yeah, but the thing was, he wasn't really around to see it all because he started work, th- I think it was five, three or five days after we had him. Um, so my mum was there, um, which was great because everybody needs a mummy yeah. cuddle, <laughs> don't they, when you're feeling like that. So mum was kind of there through all that. Um, but I had quite, like, I was quite panicky as well, which is really not like me. I've never suffered with kind of anxiety or anything mm. like that. I've always been pre- pretty confident. Um, I mean, heck, I flew to China by myself. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, England. And then I went from that to being quite scared to leave the house because... I didn't know what I was doing. We we hear this a lot, actually. Yeah. Lots of people yeah, say that yeah. to us. Yeah, do they? Mm. But nobody tells you that either. No one says, it might be quite daunting to leave the house for the t- first mm. time, but you're going to be okay. Like, they I need- think everyone knows it can, might take ages. Yeah. And like you might not want to go out because you're like so tired. But yeah, no one l- lets you know that it's that anxiety of mm. like, oh my gosh, and I've got to remember yeah. this, and, and I'm responsible, and what if this happens? Oh, yeah. yeah. Even yeah. just going to the shops turns into like climbing a mountain oh yeah it does going for it going to our coffee shop which was literally five minutes from our front door panicked me mm. scared me so I used to go there and get my coffee and like a takeaway cup just in case Cooper cried and mm. I needed to leave and like even that five minute walk if Cooper was crying I remember doing it for the first time and saying to my sister who is a doctor in Obs and Gynae, so she's literally <laughs> like <laughs> she knows what's going uh, on yeah and she's got two boys so she is clued up I remember saying to her but is it okay that he's crying for this long five minutes <laughs> and oh, she's like Georgia like it's fine like don't worry <laughs> but, but we all go through yeah, that in our heads yeah. I don't know Oh, you don't know. And so you mentioned that Danny was away. He had to go to work when yeah. Cooper was five days yeah. out. Do you think he found that quite hard? Yeah, I think maybe that's kind of um, made his bonding bonding process happen a little bit slower because he kind of wasn't there. Like, and as well, what was happening was he was he was coming home and going to bed because he was filming. He was on camera and he was up at like he was working till late and up at like really early hours. I was kind of doing it all myself because I because I wanted him to kind of yeah like, be okay you know, get be some okay. rest yeah because yeah. he was working you know he was working he was the breadwinner and like you know providing for our new family so I wanted him to be okay which sounds ridiculous considering I just pushed a child oh my out. God, it's we think in our head of things we do as mothers. Yeah. And it's like, well, hang on, hang on a second. I literally just pushed a child out <laughs> of my vagina, could barely walk, and I'm worrying about him yeah. getting enough sleep. As long as you're okay, dear. Yeah, I know, oh. I know. I'm sure he appreciates it, I'd like to think. But <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, so I, I kind of did it all by myself and went through it all. I mean, mum was there, but I don't know how... I don't know how teary I was in front of my mum. I definitely had a How few. long did it last? Um, kind of not too long. I think by after that after that first month of like getting used to it and by that point I think Danny had finished a big bulk of the filming. So he was kind of back again. But it was hard as well because obviously Danny hadn't bonded quite and and, and also Cooper wasn't what because we wanted to do one bottle feed at night just to get him used to yep, a bottle yeah. yeah but he wouldn't have it so he would not take a bottle bearing in mind we tried him on a bottle every single night he wouldn't have one for the first four months wow yeah um, just wouldn't and we like Danny persisted and we did we tried everything we tried so many different bottles like me being out, me being like upstairs, me being out of the house, like oh god, yeah, because everyone says, oh, they can smell the milk, they can yeah, smell your I milk, know, yeah, I know, and it's and like we tried it with boob milk in the bottle, we tried it with formula in the bottle, like everything. And that's so hard as well. If oh. that's the one thing that you want, to, just to give you a break as well, yeah. to go and have a bath, yeah. or yeah, but it's nice for the dads too as well. Like, yeah. yeah, my husband felt like really proud when, yeah. he, when he'd be able to feed Axel. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't around very much at the beginning either, right. um, and so he found it, you know he felt a bit left out I yeah. think and so it's nice for them to feel like they're doing something yeah. and they're helping it is and that for Danny that part was just awful 
Mm. And so stressful. The one part that was him doing his bit with Cooper was horrible. Um, So, yeah, so that was quite hard for him in the beginning because he didn't have that gorgeous, lovely, like, moment where he could sit and cuddle Mm. and feed him. Mm. It was just really traumatic. Do you know what? We we went through something really similar with Kit because he wouldn't take a bottle either. I was breastfeeding, but we wanted to do the one bottle at night as well. And Kit was just kicking back. I mean, we we didn't have it for as long as you, but it was about three months that we couldn't get a bottle into him. And every time we tried to give him a bottle, it was like we were torturing him. And my husband, Dozer, was just like, this is awful. I hate this. It's distressing. I can't do it. He'd get himself really up. I'd never seen him like that, you know? And... um, yeah, it's 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 very hard if they can't be involved in that side of it. It is. You know, it pressure is. on you, but also they feel slightly excluded. Yeah, and it's almost like they're the ones putting your baby through that. Yeah. Because they're, they're like Cooper, uh, Cooper. Danny was always the one trying to feed Cooper. Mm. So Danny was always the one that had to upset Cooper. And Danny hated that. He was like, oh, he's going to think that I'm just this horrible person that keeps trying to ram a bottle in his mouth. <laughs> ram a latex yeah. tea to his mouth. <laughs> Why don't they invent ones that are just like a nipple? Yeah, that actually look like yeah. a breast yeah. coming at you. Yeah, <laughs> That the dad can put on. Yeah. <laughs> they do exist. The ones that dad can put on do exist. That's like, so creepy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my yeah, gosh, yeah. that's so funny. Yeah, that's, they do. That's creepy. We were close. No, we weren't really. But, I mean, I think if Cooper hadn't have taken one, I'd have done something. I was desperate. I was literally just like, anything. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm guessing if you couldn't give him a bottle for like four months, mm. you guys didn't get date night on your own. For not quite in a the beginning. No, not in the beginning. Because and then Cooper was just such a feeder. I mean, he was just constantly on the boob. Your which, boobs were so big. I remember oh. seeing them on Instagram, thinking, Jesus! <gasps> oh my god! I <laughs> so he loves boobs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, do, I yeah. mean, you won't love them now because there's literally a nipple, and that's about same it. Same as me. <laughs> like, I, was, I was telling this story. I was like, Luna was grabbing my dressing gown the other day, and she was like pulling it out, and I suddenly realised that she wasn't actually grabbing dressing gown. It was, it was skin. Skin. I know. What is <sighs> this skin? It's just want my boobs loose. done? Oh no! I think when 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 I finish babies, I'm just going to get like a lift. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and a little bit of silicon in there as well. I don't know. <laughs> just a touch. If they get any worse than this, I don't want big boobs though because I've, I've, I've never, apart from when I was pregnant and when I my, when I was breastfeeding, I've never had big boobs. So when I got them, I was like, I don't know what to do with you. The only thing that I felt confident in was a bikini because I was like, we yeah, 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 yeah. Get them out. Underwear, yeah. How many photos I, did you take? I know, I was like just that? like, hey, yeah, but I know, but I was like either pregnant or like after pregnancy. Yeah. So I didn't feel like my ultimate sexiest. So yeah. it was like from from um, rib cage <laughs> Just these two, just these two. Yeah. Um, just on a sort of final note, we would love to talk to you about, um, we ask each of our guests to talk about their favourite kind of mum products. Mm. And obviously we're talking to you about relationships. So um, have you got any products that you kind of ease the, the, the time that you guys get to spend together? Yeah. So, I mean, I've talked about the Bubble app, which obviously is, it's not a, pro- well, it's not a product, but it's an app yeah. that is fab. And um, another thing that we've got, which is, Fabulous, and do you know I've talked about this so much? I feel like they really need to come. Do you know they had a party, and I'm really upset I didn't get invited because I talk about their brand so much. Oh, that's so <laughs> don't bad. mention yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's a it's a pram called a Duna, um, and it's a pram slash car seat, and the wheels like flick up into the pram, and it's just phenomenal, phenomenal. And it means that me and Danny and Coops, if we don't can't you know don't have a babysitter or a family member there can like go into town with Cooper or go around to our friend's house for dinner and we know that if we want to have a little drink which me and Danny like to have you know a glass of wine or two um we know that we can whip up this car, this car into seat. a car seat yep. and put yeah. it in the, put it in a taxi because yep. we just strap him in so that's that's something that I think is just genius a genius invention um what what else? Um, what, any nice places that you've been to stay or restaurants that are good? Because do you like an overnight stay in a nice hotel? I do I do love an overnight stay? Do you know? You haven't um, done it yet, have you? Though? No, no, I've not. So me and Danny have stayed overnight in hotels, but it's only ever been when we've been at a wedding, and we can't really remember a great deal. <laughs> <laughs> and we barely like barely get any sleep, and we go home feeling more knackered than we felt when we got there, yeah. and it kind of defeats the whole object of a night stay in a hotel. Do you take a travel? Cot, though. Yes. You, oh, yeah. So, yeah. So we've got um, we've got a baby beyond travel cot, which oh, is the best. Oh, they're yeah. brilliant. They're brilliant because one of my friends has got kind of a knockoff Nigel, and it's not as good. No, it's not as easy to put up. Like it's all right when it's up, but nowhere near as easy. Confession hour. Kit still sleeps 
sleeps every single night in a travel cot. Does he? Because yeah, I'm not going to pay for two cots. Well, like, Luna's still in a cot and yeah. I, I can't take her out of it because she would just get up the whole night and come running into our bedroom. So she's still in the cot with sides and Kit is in this lovely Baby Bjorn travel you know, cot. I don't yeah. think there's anything wrong with that. That's not. The Baby Bjorn travel cot is nice. It's yeah, so comfy. Really like nice, I put padding yeah. underneath it and made it even more luxurious for yeah. him. Oh, wow. He's a sport He's boy. Sport. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Second child syndrome. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So true i actually always take my travel cot to um anywhere i go to stay yeah apart from my mum and dad's house because they've got a car um but because the amount of travel cots in hotels they're absolutely awful yeah yeah like, i went to this one hotel and it was like a piece of cardboard his the mattress and, and i was like sorry um, is this is the mattress on this or is this just the base it's just like a bit of wood yeah isn't literally it? a yeah. bit of wood so I always take Cooper's um, mattress um, uh, not mattress what do you call it Cot. 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 Yeah. <laughs> oh god, it's mum brain. <laughs> Terrible. Um, but what I also do is take toys with me and I tip them in when he's awake and then it's like it's a, like a playpen as well. That's well, a good mum hack. Yeah, yeah, that is a good mum yeah. hack. Do you know another mum hack? This sounds ridiculous and maybe every single mum knows this. And it's nothing to do with dates, but you know a banana you know if you're gonna give your baby a banana and you kinda need to cut it into batons. Yeah. Well, if you just put your finger down the middle of it, it splits it into three. I didn't know that. I've never done Honest, that to a banana. Honestly. Did you know yeah. that you <laughs> don't, don't do it on public, <laughs> do it on public transport? But like. did you know you're not supposed to open the banana from that bit with the little handle? On it's it? the other you end. Did, yeah. You meant to do it from the other end because that bit is where you hold it and the other bit you meant to squeeze it and then pull it apart. Oh. Yeah. Did I, you know that it also <laughs> takes 15 years for a banana to, to biodegrade? Wow. Does what, it? banana skin? Oh, does yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. God, we've learned a lot about bananas. Yeah. <laughs> no, they also sell banana shaped dildos <laughs> in a shop rather than. No, they don't. Let's move on. Georgia nearly was sick then. Uh, Georgia, not my Georgia, this Georgia, you've been an absolute joy oh, to have today. So I much. could natter thank to you the you. whole day. Yeah, same. Oh. It's like therapy, isn't it? <laughs> Let's get another cup of tea. <laughs> yeah. Get settled in. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you, girls. Thank you. So, as with every week, we're going to round off with our top five favourite products. Now, I know Zoe's going to embarrass me with one of these, so oh. I might as well just let you get on with it. Now. Listen, G, get it out the way. I've been mates with you for two years now, <laughs> and one day you're going to talk to me about your sex life. Maybe. Oh, day. it's just never going to happen, is it? Anyway, look, um, my my top product at the moment is um, well, basically, I was sent this this sex box. Cool. Okay? Can you please tell everybody what they referred to you as? They called me. They called me the frisky one in this this lovely lady <laughs> called Lu- Lucinda. She started this company called Box B O Triple X. It's basically a quarterly um, sex box subscription. So there are different levels, okay? There's obviously me, the frisky one that you can get. And inside this box, every three months, you get sent a new box through the post. And I think it's $69.99. And inside... Of course um, it's $69.99. Oh, God, that just clicked. $69.99. And inside, um, there was, in my box, I had nipple clamps. I had um, feather kind of like tickle dusters. There was um, a glass dildo, which you, which is called like temperature play. So you can put it in the freezer and then obviously insert it and then it warms up inside you. And it's really, I mean, it is amazing. Um, tingle lube, loads of different things. And every quarter a new box arrives. And it's basically, like, let's be honest, it's basically about connecting, reconnecting and bringing in toys to have fun. And I think that is so important. I'm all for the toys. <laughs> um, I've also just been sent, how lucky am I? Um, Lilo is one of my favourite um, dildo brands. Georgia is literally dying in front of me here. I mean, she just keeps going, doesn't she? And there is, they've got a new dildo called the Sona. And it is, you basically put it around your clit and then you turn it on, clitoris, and um, it sends like Sona waves through your body. I used it last night and I have never had an <laughs> orgasm like it. It was amazing. So it's still glowing I'm glowing! It's taken my sex life to a whole new level. Like, who knew at 36 I could discover this? I mean, you should stop having having sex at 36 shut up Georgia get yourself one of those Leela Sona I can't recommend them highly enough <laughs> um, so this isn't a product but it's just something that you should maybe do so if you can't get any childcare a date night at home once the kids are in bed set the mood some 
nice candles, nice dinner, whatever it is that you want to do. But just to take the time, not just to sit and let your partner watch football or you watch whatever you want to watch, doing something together at home and making it a bit special because everybody can do that. It's a really good tip. It's a really nice thing. So if you can't go out for a date, take the date to you. Yes, and you also don't have to get dressed up. (laughs) Uh, We've talked about this already, but we um, really rate this app called Bubble, which is a babysitting app which you can download on your phone. And it's basically trusted childcare at the flick of a finger. Excuse the pun. Um, (laughs) And, you you know, what the great thing about this app is that you can check the babysitters first. You can have them at home whilst you're doing work in the next door. Yeah, you can meet them. And you can meet them and spend time with them before you leave your baby with them. Yeah, it is a really good one. Yeah, we love it. Um, so again, not a specific product, but investing in some nice underwear. Now, I've got a bit of a weird superstition around it, and I have to match my underwear every single day. That is a bit Otherwise, weird. Otherwise, I have something that's like bad's going to happen, which is a bit weird. But anyway, I don't feel right if I haven't got matching underwear on. Um, so I do invest in, you know, some expensive underwear. There's some lovely brands. Luna May London is gorgeous. Oh, that is a real investment, though, isn't it? Yeah, Because you can actually, it is. actually go along to fittings, and everything is bespoke. So if you've got a, like a wedding coming up or you know a really special occasion that you want to look completely sassy for then this is the brand to go for but then like for everyday luxury Stella McCartney does some amazing underwear and it's not really really pricey Al McPherson and yep. you know what even good old Marks and Spencers you can get some lovely stuff in like the Peruna and the Rosie yeah, Huntington gorgeous. Whiteley range really really lovely and they just make you feel good and also don't tell your partner like don't tell them that you've got it and then just you know casually get undressed yeah, at the end of the just day. Hi, what do you mean this little thing that I just got? <laughs> this crotchless number. Yeah, I've worn this to the gym. Maybe get the sonar out. You'll be having a wild night. Um, and then this this last, um, well, it's actually not a product, but it's just something that my husband and I have started doing. And a very good friend of mine who is a mindfulness coach called The Naked Professor gave me this tip. Um, it is, it's called vulnerability. It's something that we are going to do every two weeks. It's basically you sit opposite your partner, cross-legged, in a room, maybe light some candles, maybe put some light music on if you want to. It sounds like a sort of, like a scene from a CD porno, doesn't it? But it's not. And then you look into each other's eyes and you basically tell each other why you love the other person, what they've done for you that week that's made you feel good, what you love about them, you know, if they're they're an amazing father, amazing mother, whatever it is. And just, it's a, really about that deep connection and finding out what's going on. This is such a lovely idea. And do you yeah. know what? Thinking back, I think this has been really useful in the in the first, you know, in the yeah. first few months after you've had a baby. Yes. When you almost forget to even talk to each other because you're like, can you pass me this? Can you get this? Yeah. Can we do that? I'm so tired. Blah, 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 blah. Right, saying something really nice. Yeah. I mean, that, that's everything, it, isn't it, it, really? It does wonders for you. Absolute wonders for you. And it's free. So there you go. (laughs) Um, Right, that rounds off um, this week's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Please, if you can, go and rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. And please, 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 if you like what you've heard, give us a little five star. We like the five stars. Only five stars. (laughs) George is very strict on that rule. (laughs) Um, And you can get in touch with us anytime as well. We'd love to hear from you. You can contact us through our Instagram at madebymummers or through my Instagram, which is at Zoe Harbin. And we'll get back to you as soon as we can. And remember, join us next week for more chat. 